the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat and Stu. Uh, and, uh... Oh, don't even tell him. Well, you know. Hey, Jeffy! Oh, hey! How's it going, How my doing? man? Good, good. Oh, yeah. This, uh, we're huh. turning over a new leaf. We're going to be very nice to Jeffy from now on. As opposed to our normal treatment of him, which... Right, except for not. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Well, I, I, was, I mean, right? I was going to get you know. to that. Well, I mean, we've always been nice to him. Nicer than he deserves. I think a lot of people are saying we're too nice. Uh, a lot of people say that to us all the time. That, why are you so nice to Jeffy? <laughs> Don't you know who that guy is? We very much use the Trump tactics with this. Like oh, a lot of people have been telling us, uh, we're too mean to Jeffy, or too nice to Jeffy, and we gotta we gotta get meaner to against him, and 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 that's what they tell me, and mm-hmm. and so that's what I'm doing. We're too oh. nice, too nice My to Jeffy, gosh. too nice. If you want to see some great <clears throat> Trump <clears throat> handwork. Watch I don't. some of the Boy Scout speech from oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, he was big it was on like, that. that was he a, was wasn't that like a 40-minute speech to them? Yeah, and, and, it was, it, and wow. it was most of it was, why are you saying that to the Boy Scouts? But I know. That, but his he hand doesn't gestures, know what's appropriate. He honestly doesn't no, know he does not. No, he does not. He, re- he, he has no gauge of appropriateness. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, of course not. And the other thing is, though, everybody's yelling and screaming about this Hitlerian youth thing because they actually chanted. Yeah, you know what they chanted? <laughs> USA, USA. I oh hate that. I, I mean, <laughs> what in the hell? These people completely disregard the entire Barack Obama administration and all the embarrassment and all the freaky weird things that happened there with like we played on radio at the end the kids singing the Obama song they got up on a Sunday morning or something and did this whole thing with the children we gotta change it and rearrange it Obama's gonna save the world whatever it was Mm, very nice thank you (laughs) and then you got the militant uh, black kids who were doing that chant, uh, because of Obama, they're going to go on to all kinds of greatness. And, and then they had some weird uh, kind of freaky sort of dictatorial chant that went along with that. There were a million of those instances, and that none yeah, of it so, upset them. None of it. I mean, it's just amazing to watch. But Boy Scouts chanting USA upsets them? Yeah, that was nothing. Although the previous songs and such for Trump were very creepy. 
Um, and yeah, yeah we, we played and, an example. And, and it was very typical of our current uh, uh, deal, that, lot in life, that uh, you know, conservatives did not fight a problem with that. Or Republicans, I guess I should say, did not have a problem with Trump and his shady, weird, you know, kid songs. And that's not a problem at all. Um, it was only when Obama did it, and the same thing the Democrats. Of course, they are only. It's only when Trump did it, did it, and they didn't care when Obama did it. I cared both times. I think it's yeah, be both times. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. kids chanting in in uh, that the, a presidential candidate is going to be our one savior. Uh, not a good vibe. No, not is at the all. The way I would put, I would frame that. Uh, that's a good framing of the mm-hmm. issue. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Stu. Uh, all right, John McCain has returned to the Senate for the big health care vote today, and that's supposed to happen. Uh, in about an hour, right I think, Eastern now, time? Now. Oh, it's happening now? No, uh, it's, uh, yeah, 1, 1, p, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, I believe, is the start of the debate. It's going to take some time. Yeah. What they're talking about is doing a skinny repeal. Uh, Jeffy, I know you let your... What's a skinny repeal? We like to call everything, uh, everything that uh, gets done in the Senate, the uh, skinny repeal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So skinny repeal is they get some motion through to get to debate. And then in the debate, they pick off individual things like the individual mandate, the, some certain taxes, and they'll just go for as many as they can and pull down as many as they can. And it's going to be probably 10% of the bill gets repealed. I mean, let's be honest about it. Mm. Not, it's not going to be, uh, you're not going to be happy about it. You're not going to be thrilled that it, it went on. Um, but that is, that's the most likely outcome is that they can get something through that they can say is repeal. And then, by the way, I, my guess is Trump just moves off of it completely. If they repeal, let's say, just the individual mandate, um, which, uh, believe me, I think is a good thing. Uh, if they just did that, it would be better than what we have now. That does not mean it's a good overall, what we should be getting out of the Republican Congress, but okay, it's something. Um, and then my guess is they will say, look, we repealed the worst part of Obamacare. Couldn't get it all done, we tried. And we couldn't get it all done, but, uh, you know, this is where we are. Let's move on to tax reform. At this point, I'm kind of ready for it. They can get through a few things, mm-hmm. get rid of it, and actually pass a good tax reform package. Maybe we could be okay with that by the end. Um, my guess is, however, <clears throat> that will not be the case. You know why? Because we never get what we want. Uh, you can't always get what you want. Uh, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you also still won't get what you want or need. I believe is the way Yeah, the song, the song was wrong. Song was yeah, the wrong. song was false. Yeah. Fake news. Mm-hmm. Uh, fake news on that song. Uh, but yeah, came for those Rolling Stone liars. Yes, liars. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw what they did with the rape case. Right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> McCain is coming back, right, from Arizona. Mm-hmm. He's got brain cancer, so he's coming back. This is, mm-hmm. you know, a big moment. And everyone's saying, well, look, nobody's going to vote against whatever John McCain wants because this is the type of spine they have, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it has nothing to do with the policy. It it should, right? It should be about the policy no matter whether he's sick or not. But they will likely fall in line behind him um, because of this. I think there's a small chance, I'm putting it at 10%, that John McCain comes back and makes a dramatic reentry into the Senate and makes an impassioned speech as to why... He was wrong. We actually do need to keep Obamacare now. I, I don't know why I think that. I'm that sure. I'm 90% sure it's not going to happen. But there's 10% of me who thinks he's going to come back uh, with a, a new vision of how to go forward. And it's uh, keep Obamacare but fix a couple of the problems. And mm-hmm. then that will, uh, he'll, he'll say that and then the whole thing will fall apart. Just throwing that out there as a, 
a flippant sort of prediction. Did we see any footage of John returning yet? Because remember when Ted Kennedy came back with the they drug Ted deal. back out and barely mm-hmm. had to help him up the stairway. And, and he and he was uh, that was right right before the Obamacare vote, right? Yeah. I mean, so he didn't actually cast a vote. For, did he? No, I think they brought I him back. Don't for remember. That. You know, I, right? it's funny because he, I remember he. It's kind of weird. I think uh, they, it's really weird. Okay, now I remember it. I think he came in and huh. he did vote for Obamacare. Then passed away, so oh, that's they couldn't, they they couldn't the change thing. the bill, right? Because then they had the Scott Brown election, right? And they couldn't change. If I remember it right, I think that's, that's what happened. That sounds right. Yeah, um, but they, they so they had to stick with the original Obamacare bill, exactly how the Senate passed it to get it through, which they successfully did. And is it know, just a coincidence that there's a senator with a really life-threatening situation both times? I don't know. Um, no, it's a coincidence because we have uh, all 95-year-old senators. Uh, oh, so that's, uh, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> it's kind of that, okay. I think, yeah. And they've all there's been there for someone, 83 years. Yeah, there's always someone with a severe health problem going <laughs> on there because it's just like, it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Trump warned the GOP to keep their promise. Here's what he had to say. Tomorrow, the Senate this will vote rough. on whether to allow this urgently needed What's with the bill eyes to this come one? To the Senate floor. Look at everyone debate. else's eyes and look at his. The question for every senator, Democrat or Republican, is whether they will side with Obamacare's architects, which have been so destructive to our country, or with its forgotten victims. Any senator who votes against starting debate will is be telling America oh. that you are fine with the Obamacare <clears throat> nightmare, which is what it is. That's, uh, no, that's Democrats, not necessarily this vote is a chance true. to make up for the terrible harm they have inflicted on Americans like those who are with us today. Obamacare has been, for them, a nightmare. There is still time to do the right thing. And for Senate Republicans, this is their chance to keep their promise. Over and over again, they said, repeal and replace, repeal and replace. But they can now keep their promise to the American people, to provide emergency relief to those in desperate need of help and to improve health care for all Americans. Inspiring. I mean, most oh, of First of all, he's not good at boy, speeches. Boy, uh, was that inspiring. I, mm. I, I, I filled with patriotism, <laughs> hopefulness, and I, admiration. He's never going to be good at that, right? I will say, you know. Is he going to be good at anything? I mean, no. he can build buildings, I guess. He's, he's good at that. Uh, he, uh, he, he's I good mean, at covering the bald spot on his head. He's good at that. Much of the issues that he talked about there, we'd all agree on, though. I mean, like, that, that speech was mm-hmm. probably not written by him. Um, you can tell in the delivery when he has a part in it, because <laughs> it all of a sudden seems a tad more natural. Um, but still, I mean, like, most of that I would agree with, with the exception of you need to pass anything so that you fill up, you, 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 that's his solution. I, I agree with him on the problems there. Mm. The solution is, well, pass anything, and that's kind of silly. But the bottom line is, and this is what's been so frustrating about this process, he will sign the thing where they give a bunch of subsidies and a little, maybe a little bit less or different targeted. He will sign the individual mandate repeal. He will sign a full repeal. He will sign literally anything. He, you could put a, a bill. He's he's freaking Ron Burgundy, right now. You could put a bill up that says Donald Trump has to be removed as president. And he'd sign it. He will <laughs> sign anything that you tell him is Obamacare repeal. So mm-hmm. why we couldn't do better than this? I don't know. That part is really freaking frustrating. But I mean, it, you know, hopefully they can get something done today. I don't know. Um, 
I am not uh, optimistic. Uh, but, but who knows? Maybe they will. Uh, this this idea of just repealing some of the really bad things, you know, certain taxes, certain mandates, certain regulations. I mean, that would be nice. I mean, it would be something, I guess. And then if you could go, you know, and then hopefully maybe they get more aggressive with the tax reform. I, you know, again, I have no, no. I'm faking my optimism. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's I'm on the happen. air faking my optimism. It's not going to happen, but good. Thank you for. You I know, tried, though. At least try. I did try. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty good. And this is, this really drives me nuts, this Jeff Sessions thing. I, you know, I'm not even a big fan of Jeff, Jeff Sessions anymore because yeah. I, I think he, you know, I mean, we made that pretty clear. But um, I, now that the guy is in there, he's been loyal. He's been a great soldier for, for Donald Trump the whole time. He was the first senator in for Donald Trump. Number one. And now he's just getting hammered every day by Donald Trump. Hammered every day. Because he actually did the right thing and recused himself from this Russian mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trump, early this morning, tweeted... Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump campaign, quietly working to boost Clinton. So where's the investigation, AG? Oh, I guess that was actually, uh, it says it's Trump tweet, but then it's Sean Hannity. Did he, he tweeted, tweet it to He put Sean Hannity's Hannity? name on there, I guess, so he'd see it. Weird. Is, um, weird, because, I mean, Sessions, hmm. Hannity was... Obviously, has been his entire career, at least as far as I know, a big uh, Sessions supporter. So mm. I don't know if he thinks he's on the same page. I mean, I, I haven't heard any comments from Sean that would indicate he's anti-Sessions. Uh, so maybe we'll see some of that today. Uh, but I have not. I haven't seen it. Mm. Um, I just, so I don't know why. Maybe he's trying to get him on on board for that viewpoint and trying to convince him. By the way, the Ukrainian thing is not. It's not the same. Ukrainian effort to sabotage Trump campaign. Yeah. So if you don't know that story and it's, you know, it it is there are some similarities to it. What there is a um, there was a a lawyer in in the Ukraine um, who (coughs) wanted to help uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign. So you can kind of see the similarities. The the two differences, though, is one, the the lawyer was not um, associated with the government and did not sell themselves as associated with the government. It's just someone who, and but they were just sending articles that were on the internet, so diff, major difference there. And also, Ukraine's an ally, which is a whole other issue. Yeah. Um, now, none of the, I don't think it clears her completely, but it is not the same as as what they're accusing Trump of. Um, and obviously, there are, is some evidence that they at least intended to go down that road. Though, uh, again, none of this has to do with the actual effect on the election, which is the real investigation here, which is the most important thing. I mean, much mm. more important to me than did Donald Trump meet Jr. meet with some lawyer, which is, I mean, it's, it's part of it, but it's not the biggest deal. To me, is we need to find out, separate from Trump, what they were trying to do. We need to know mm. that. And, you know, that's getting lost here. Um, and, and now Bob Mueller is potentially, you know, in the crosshairs of the administration, um, we know. Oh, yeah, he's going to be fired. Um, Trump is just you looking for a way to do it. To do it. The, the, he, he's, he's decided already, I strongly believe, it's over for Robert Mueller. He, he's just trying to find out how he can do it without being impeached. So this, that's a lot of the impetus behind the attacks on Jeff Sessions, I think. Because Sessions recused himself, it'd be tough for him to fire Mueller. And the AG needs to do it. 
And so Trump can't count on him to do that. And maybe maybe Je- Sessions has even said, I'm not going to do that. And that's why the daily blasts and several a day. Uh, he also tweeted out, Attorney General Jeff Sessions has taken a very weak position on Hillary Clinton crimes and intel leakers. I mean, he's, he's he your himself. freaking attorney general. And you're going after him like he's yeah. some kind of Democrat operative trying to get you out of office. It's unconscionable and, and what's, he try, what's he trying to do that because he can he he can put pressure on sessions <clears throat> first of all trump said he wasn't going to do this he wasn't going to go after clinton so it's already ridiculous yeah. we already have to forget but we Trump's all, own we, words but we, but have. we do that's all standard. supporters have forgotten all that standard practice so uh the, the the issue here being trump could internally put pressure on to start an investigation like that um the reason he's he's not doing that because a i don't think he actually wants it and B, he wants this because he wants the base of the Republican Party, the Trump supporters, to ba- to abandon Sessions. He wants it publicly to happen. Mm-hmm. And when he feels that, he may run away with his tail between his legs. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, every indication is Sessions is like, screw this. He's got no incentive to leave. I mean, he's got no incentive to leave. He's abandoned his, his important role in the Senate. Yeah, but you can't. You can't withstand the continual attacks by your president and still be attorney general. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think right. that can happen. Maybe you're right. This story... I don't uh, think it can happen. Uh, ...comes from Betsy Woodruff, uh, who's at the uh, Daily Beast, and, you know, not a conservative by any means. But uh, this is what the latest is on this. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has no plans to leave office as friends say he's grown angry with President Mm. President Trump following a series of attacks meant to marginalize his power and potentially encourage his resignation. Sessions is totally pissed off about it, said a Sessions. I hope so. He should be. Yeah. It's beyond insane. It's cruel. It's insane. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, Sessions allies say the president's criticism of the attorney general is counterproductive. Of course it is. Uh, Perhaps more than any other member of Trump's cabinet, Sessions has been an uncompromising advocate for Trump's agenda. The attorney general has worked methodically to dismantle Obama's legacy at the Justice Department, reconsidering the department's efforts to make troubled police departments change their practices, changing the DOJ's uh, uh, um, stance on voter ID lawsuits, and rolling back former attorney general Eric Holder's sentencing guidelines that were aimed at reducing incarceration for balancing out uh, drug crime-related punishments. Every pick for U.S. Attorney's Office uh, that Sessions has made has underscored the administration's focus on border security. He's vi- visited the border twice, blah, 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 blah. It goes through all of his, uh, his resume here. I mean, I, but I think you know it. The bottom line is Sessions has been the guy. Uh, the guy. He's good on the, the border. You know, because, I mean, look, Chris Christie had no credibility with the Republicans and mm-hmm. particularly conservative voters. Um, it wasn't until Sessions got on board. And I think you could, if there's one moment that probably pushed him over the top for the presidency. It was probably Sessions' I think the Sessions' endorsement, because he'd worked so much with uh, Ted Cruz on several issues, mm-hmm. that hurt Cruz. Mm-hmm. That, that hurt yeah. him a lot. And, and, that, and it was right before that those primaries. That support really bolstered uh, Donald Trump. And, um, I, you know, to, for, to be treated this way after all of that is just it's pretty weird to me. Um, it's incomprehensible, It's really. incomprehensible. It is incomprehensible, especially from and, a guy that is touted <clears throat> as loyal. I mean, yeah. uh, what the war? Yeah, I don't know. He has know. been. He's been dang loyal. To who? Jeff Sessions, I mean, has been. Oh, you're talking about Trump's oh, loyalty. Yeah, Trump's He's loyalty. not loyal at all to anybody. It's a second. He just decides you're not doing something that he wants. There's <clears throat> oh, no you're loyalty done. there, too. And isn't that what loyalty is? Yeah. I mean, the loyalty is not doing every. It's like. It's being loyal. It's when it's in the still tough supporting times. you when it's tough. Right. Yeah. It, when it's yeah. difficult. And by the way, you're seeing. As we've done with, with uh, you know. That's over here because, I mean, look at all of his troubles. Look at all of his baggage. Look at everything he's done in his life. Look at all the 
all the heinous, all the evil. Well, every, and we still support the guy. We're still there for him every step of the way. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a, loyalty. Any normal right? person would have turned him in by now. Oh and what do we do? Gosh. We stick by the guy because stick we're loyal. by him. We yeah. beg oh, and plead. Just give him a job. Let him continue to do whatever to it is fault. he's doing. You know? <laughs> to a fault. Yeah, we can't figure own. out. We don't even know what it is he's doing. And we try to keep him. It's true. And, and thank, thank you. you. I mean, right? <laughs> It's about time. It's about time. You it's about thank time you. you show a modicum of gratitude. But it's true. Like if Jeffy, <laughs> let's say Jeffy is actually doing. Let's. I mean, this is gonna be hard to picture. Let's say Jeffy's doing a great job at the company. <laughs> yeah. That's one I of know. the funniest things you've ever. Said. I know, but let's just say it's true. <laughs> okay. It's easy for us to stick by him then. Yes. It's when Jeffy goes down. You know, he, it's when he, Jeffy's he gets been everything he's he, been. He, he, yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's he's running. Uh, he's mm-hmm. running prostitutes in and right. out of state. The he's, stupidity, the he, he, lack of, the lack of uh, the vocabulary, activity, the, everything. Uh, all those things. When when those <laughs> things come out, it's harder to stick by somebody like that. <laughs> and I will say this. Here's a good. Uh, Again, uh, thank you. You want an example? Of actual loyalty. Look at the senators today, many of them, and congressmen, who have come <laughs> out in support of Sessions. That's loyalty. When it's difficult yeah. and the president is standing up and making a yeah. big uh, c- circus out of everything, and you still stand up and say, you know what? I support Sessions because he's a great guy. We worked with him in Senate, and he's great. And he's and done the right thing every step of the way right. here. Come on now. It's unbelievable. Instead, Trump is now supposedly considering Ted Cruz. I don't buy that for half a second. There's no way he would appoint Cruz. Do you think... Would he nominate Cruz for AG? I, I, that would be amazing to me. If, but I've been amazed by Donald Trump in the past. So maybe. Now, uh, I would say Rudy Giuliani is not a possibility anymore because he no. actually had the unmitigated gall to say that Jeff Sessions did the right thing recru- recusing himself. What? Yeah. So, you know, he's done. He's done. God. He's, he's toast in Trump world. Forget that one completely. And what about Christie? Christie right? is persona non grata. Yeah, I mean, he's done, right? He's, he's done. Over. He's, he's looking Absolutely. for Absolutely. Way uh, too much baggage. He's going to work for some law practice somewhere. He's or gonna, he's going to be in talk radio. Yeah. Like a commentator or something. Or he'll be in radio. MSNBC contributor, Chris Christie. Would that surprise uh, you? Could, you? you could see no, that. It wouldn't surprise me 100%. a bit. By the way, they're the number one uh, cable network in all of television right now. First so. time ever. First time ever. So... Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe they can like, certainly afford them. They actually beat Fox News straight up in prime. And, and I mean, weird things have happened for a night or a yeah. day or two or whatever. Or one show has beaten another. It's never happened in history where MSNBC has beaten Fox News in primetime. But this time they beat them in everything. In the demo, which is the more important number, which is 25 to 54 year olds. They beat them soundly in that. And then they beat them in total viewers, too. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, well, it's Trump amazing. did say he'd be good for ratings, uh, and he is for MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, uh, not for the for opposition. Fox, apparently, yes, yes. So. No, I was just thinking that Fox. I mean, they haven't made any changes or anything, so I don't know how. Fox hasn't. I mean, let's be affected. honest. It's well, not just Trump. It is. I mean, O'Reilly and Kelly are huge losses huge. for them. And, 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 that's and, huge. And their replacements just. I mean, look. And Roger's not there to be the. Yeah. Right. I mean, the those guys. three, three alone, losses yeah, are pretty. I mean, that's and huge. You could throw in Greta if you want to. Well, I'm not a huge fan of Greta's uh, still, though. show. Not either, but still, she had good numbers. She had decent numbers and stability. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's right. it's it's about even just mm-hmm. changing things up when because uh, you could I think make the argument that Greta wasn't a great fit for Fox, and we have. Um, but, you know, still, it's just changing up a lineup that you're comfortable with and people had grown to tune into. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they don't like, I mean, I mean, what Rachel Maddow is doing at 9 o'clock to Fox is, it's, I mean, she's crushing, crushing. She pounded them. I mean, almost doubling. And, they, and then they don't come back. 
right? I mean, they, she crushes them and then they don't go back. Yeah. I mean, that, so Hannity yeah, really and the rest of them are yeah. left sitting there really on a tree bad. Yeah, and, you know, we can get caught up in this stuff, right? Um, and we can forget sometimes that the principles that our country was founded upon still apply today. In fact, to a lot of people, they just don't. But mm. to us, I really believe they do. You know, we still believe in self-reliance, right? We still believe in taking care of ourselves and our family and, and not having to depend on the government. We see this with the Obamacare debate. I mean, the individual mandate is a good, big part of this, where people are like, well, people are going to lose insurance if they don't have the, uh, the penalty and tax forcing them to buy it. Well, yeah, they, yeah. you know what, they actually take, I don't, they're being self-reliant and they're choice. able to make their own choices about where, what they want. If they don't like this insurance, then they're not going like, to mm -hmm. buy it. Mm -hmm. That's something we should be praising here in America. And it's why we both depend on, on My Patriot Supply. They have 102 servings of survival food for only 99 bucks. It's shipped absolutely free. Less than a buck a, a meal. Uh, that's breakfast, that's lunch and dinner. And it includes all their really good stuff, like the Southwest savory rice this stuff lasts up to 25 years. I was just talking to somebody about this um, the other day, and they were saying how, you know, I, I, I put these things in containers, and then I, you, you put them in your garage, and then they're bad within a year. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that anymore. I mean, this, and, and, uh, this is a much more convenient way. It takes up much less space. And you, so you don't have to store it outside in your garage. You can find a room in your house and, and put it in a corner. And, uh, and it will stay, because of the way it's packaged, it will stay fresh for 25 years. Call them. What's that number, Stu? Do you remember it? The number again, 888-411-5290. Yeah, good memory. 411-5290. Thank you. Plus, it's written right there in front of you. That's true. So. And preparewiththeblaze.com is also written there. Preparewiththeblaze.com. So it is. Yeah, knock it out. Do it now. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Uh, hi, and welcome. What a nightmare. Uh, pretty much everything is right now, right? <laughs> it's great. I mean, good our, afternoon. Our culture, our politics, uh, our politicians, everything's in a state of just absolute chaos. It's really fun. Really uh, fun. Uh, you're right, yeah. first of all. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it's not going to get better. That's the other thing you need to know. Oh, good. Thank uh, you. So, uh, Thank you, you a little burst of sunshine here. <laughs> That's the wonderful. Room. I mean, look at this from Kushner, uh, contradicting uh, the Trump's denials of Russia uh, contacts. <laughs> I, these guys can't even get their own stories. They lie so much <laughs> and so often to so many different people, they can't even keep it straight. They don't even know which lies they've told and which they haven't. Here's Kushner uh, talking to him about uh, the contacts. Let me be very clear. Please. I did not collude with Russia, nor do I know of anyone else in the campaign who did so. I had no improper contacts. I have not relied on Russian funds for my businesses. And I have been fully he hasn't relied on them. That doesn't mean he's not getting them. All requested information. <laughs> that was carefully Trump worded. Had a better message and ran a smarter campaign, and that is why he won. Suggesting otherwise ridicules those who voted for him. It is an Ugh. honor to work with President Trump is and it? his administration as we take on the challenges mm -hmm. that he was elected to face. 
creating jobs for American people, keeping America safe, mm -hmm. and eliminating barriers to mm -hmm. achieving the American dream. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, and I look forward to taking questions from the House committee tomorrow. I bet you do. At least he can uh, speak. Douchiness, uh, you know. though, just spills out of these people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every one of them, uh, from the president on down, his entire family, and everybody who's uh, connected with him. Oh, Ivanka's I, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the except Ivanka. Uh, I mean, she's liberal, but uh, she's classy. Douchiness does not spill out of her. I think he's but definitely all the classy. men in the family. I mean, he. I think he's definitely classy. Oh, I think it's just douchey. It's just the issue of like, I, 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 what I would say here is I think the uh, the his approach here is much better than the rest of the administration on it. Number one, he comes out and he's not in the press all the time. He's. This is the only statement I've ever seen from the guy. Have you ever, ever even seen him talk before? I no. don't know that I've ever seen no, him talk before. No, but now that before. I have, I realize that douchiness spills out of him, too. <laughs> However, the guy gave an 11-page statement yeah. uh, detailing all of this. Yeah. He, uh, he actually right. seemed like... Why didn't they do that a long time ago? Well, he was, he, again, he was, he was asked for this particular... You know, he was going in front of the uh, committee and answering questions. They asked him for this information, and instead of dribbling out little pieces of it, he yeah. freaking just said it all, and I think explained most of it seemingly pretty well i mean uh you know uh, they apparently have an email of him from at the time of that meeting where he emailed his assistant and said please call my cell phone so i can get out of this meeting yeah that's pretty i mean oh he did yeah i mean that's at least out that's, of the russian meeting yeah yeah that's in his uh in his disclosure oh wow so i mean that you know that's, that's pretty effective yeah that's good um, and, i like you know, that so i mean i think like legitimately he probably didn't think like it was that. a big thing you know, disclosure has been a major. All right, so problem. he's not a Hall of Fame uh, douchebag. Oh no, no, no! I'm not, not a I don't Hall think thing. that's even. I don't think we're even near that level. Uh, but it might be spilling. He's not it, even a, a douche hall, uh, all star. No, not even a douche no. all star. Well, not, yeah. No, I mean, look, <laughs> people can always do so. Like Jeffy, he, he you know, just, when he uh, was when he was six months old, he probably wasn't a, a Hall of Fame douche. But he, right. over time, he was he able grew to into one. grow into one. So yeah. who knows what happens in the future? But I mean, as of right now, he's. I mean, of these of this administration. Which is again, we've had a lot of uh, had a lot of bad things. He's, I think, tried to handle this the best, uh, and so far, you know, I don't have a huge problem with it. I mean, if that email is real, where he's bailing on it in the middle of a meeting, I, th I like that. Yeah. I like there that is, a lot. There is plenty of spillage, though. Yeah, it does spill. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. I don't know. There's something about all of them. That I they have just... spillage. There's plenty of spillage. Oh, good golly! I, you know, I withdraw. I would draw a, a part of that statement. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, uh, part of that that's statement. Big. That's big. Because that's <laughs> I like the fact that he tried to get out of the meeting. That's yeah, good. He obviously, that's and, good. And he said, in, now, of course, you can't confirm this part of it, but he said in there, he didn't read the long email chain. He saw a meeting, Don Jr., and just went. He didn't know who and was And certainly with. that can it's happen. It's totally I mean, believable. How many, how many times do we do Absolutely. that with our meetings? It's yes. totally. Like, okay, I, I got to be there Wednesday at 2 for something. Like I don't even know what it is. But Jeffy yes. sends me, seriously, this is real. Jeffy sends me emails with lengthy explanations of, of things we're supposed to do. Yes, and, and you read the like, first line. This, okay, and you're like, all right, record. It, whatever. And then we walk in there and we just do it. <laughs> Can like, you guys on Monday do... Yeah, all right, right Whatever, yes. that's enough. I've read that. So I, I don't know if it's just us, but Wait, I totally believe that explanation. I, you I can't... Spend... You know it's... I know you did spend a lot of time. It, it's not... 
you can't confirm that he didn't read it, but it is totally believable. Especially yeah, if it is. Like, it's plausible. Like, I, and especially if it's like something like, you know, I heard some guy on CNN last night going, oh, you're, you're telling me you have time to meet with some, uh, go just go into meetings in the middle of a campaign? Well, what the hell are you doing in the middle of a campaign? You're always going into meetings. That's what you do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and like, you know, we have people here, like, especially if it's yeah, someone. The meeting was actually part of the campaign. Yeah. Because they were about, they thought, to get valuable information on their opponent. Right. And so now he did he didn't of course you're gonna go to that he, he says didn't he didn't know about that, that at the right. time but i mean again like if you get an email from uh uh you know uh, hannah hannah beck who used to work here and yeah. she's gonna, like you know it's this is this the the daughter of the guy who runs the company hey we're gonna need to meet like you're not gonna necessarily you're gonna go in the you know, of course you're gonna go in there and meet mm-hmm. like you're gonna assume that mm-hmm. hannah did some like work to check these things out so uh, i and it is maybe a, glenn even Approved it or approved wanted it, it to or happen. told them to yeah, do it. Totally, right? I, you know, I mean, it, so it's understandable. And yeah, I think I like, don't believe for a second that Donald Trump didn't know about this meeting. There's either. absolutely no way, absolutely especially no from way. his son, right? Yeah. Like, is it being passed around every you know uh, hall of of the campaign? Maybe not. But I mean, from his son to dad, you'd think that's going to come up, especially oh, yeah. when he just he didn't call him and say, "Dad, uh, we got a tip about Russian information on Hillary Clinton." And then, of course, he meetings starts, coming up. He starts making speeches about <laughs> how he's getting information. Because he can't keep anything to yeah, himself. Of course, it's, it does fit. I don't know. I mean, but again, it if, even if it turned out to be nothing, what you have is, uh, you, I don't know that you have anything that's going to get him impeached. Or uh, again, like this poll is showing, forty-one percent of people think he should be impeached already. We're at forty-one percent already. Whoa. Only forty-two percent say no. Um, I don't think that. Or is it forty-two, forty-two. Uh, that's this graphic. Um, but well, I mean, that's weird because I read 41, 42. Yeah, so did I. But whatever. This is I mean, tie. Wow. It's cool, but it's close. Um, issue <laughs> being, you know, look, we don't know. I don't think this meeting, even if it's the worst we think, is enough to impeach him. Because they're going to. Oh, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. It's the yeah, point of they keep not telling you everything. And then when they, these things come out, they deny further. If there's more, we might get to that point. Mm-hmm. I never thought we'd get this far. I don't far. think there's more. But I didn't think there was, I didn't this, think there was much. this much. So, I did not think there was this much. Who knows? More patents too coming up. We'll continue to speculate. And uh, I like I like speculating. Feel a little irritable. Uh, this has been kind Ordering. of an irritable day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a little pissed off. I don't know why. I think it's Jeffy mostly. It's yeah, I don't just, like Jeffy. I don't yeah. like Jeffy. You know, that's it. You know, that's he it. He comes you, in and you're like, your I can't right. stand the sight of you. What are you doing here? Get out. Is what we can always like, say before the why show. Why can't you leave? The Real Wives of Isis, coming to TNT. Uh, This is an interesting situation because I guess you can have sympathy for... uh, Actually, I'm not sure I do. They made a choice. These girls, these uh, girls from Germany and I I guess France, Belgium, Russia. It's happened from a, a, a few times, I think from the United States, where girls somehow fall in love with a jihadist over the internet and then think, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Iraq. And I am going to be wined and dined uh, by one of these guys who straps a suicide vest to him and kills innocent men, women, children someday. That'll be awesome. Wasn't there, We also heard the story, you'd say, from uh, the U.S., but we also wasn't it the little French girls that went over there with their iPads and then got all wound up because they couldn't plug yeah. them in? That's right. They didn't yes. have internet. They didn't have internet, or at least not high speed. I think right. it was dial-up. <laughs> it was the Lumbee tribe, yeah. I believe, if I'm 
But yeah, I mean, that's I right. They, I mean, you're going over to ISIS. They, could, they couldn't surf. They couldn't surf the internet like they like, <laughs> and uh, that pissed them off, and they wanted to go home. Well, now ISIS has been defeated in some of these areas, and they're finding these uh, girls who have been left behind, and the girls just want to go home now because, um, well, they've been caught and they've been, you know, connected to these people who are uh, killing innocent men, women, and children. And what do you do with them? Do you just let them go home now? Like they did nothing wrong. Um, here's a look uh, at uh, some of this problem. I want to forget everything here and get my life back, she said. I want to start again and protect my daughter. Daughter. She's one of hundreds of young European women who Dumb. joined ISIS, some of them just teenagers. Dumb. Easily lured to Syria with false promises of a romantic life in the so-called Islamic State. I mean, how dumb can you be? Along with other foreign defectors, Sarah and her daughter were given shelter by a moderate rebel group in northern Syria. But one of their leaders, Mohammed Adib, told us it's difficult to persuade foreign governments to accept the defectors back. I bet! Because you don't know if they've been radicalized. I mean, they could easily say they lie. Uh, they could easily say, yeah, we just want to go home now. We've changed our minds. We don't like this whole jihad thing. Would you want him back? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it'd be tough to say if it was your daughter. It'd yeah, be tough it to would. say yeah, no. You want to yes, try everything you yeah. could, certainly. Yes. But yeah, it would be tough. I, mean, I don't know if a country would want them back. There's though. something though it's called. Um, there's something here. I'm okay. trying to think of a phrase that oh, applies. Gosh. I could probably help you if you a have any personal hints. Um, personal responsibility. Oh, hygiene. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, is it something uh, else? Personal is responsibility. Uh, you're um, accountable for your own actions. Um, I'm not an accountant. And when you make really horrifically bad choices like that, sometimes there's uh, consequences. Confederate Cons consequences. Right, okay, I'm, you're not not, not connected not, with me. It's not connected. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Um, okay, but, never I mean, mind. Look, let's. You have a 17 year old uh, daughter who goes and joins ISIS. Uh, you as a family are probably going to justify that and say, horrible mistake, my God, I don't want her to be raped anymore, please get her home. Yeah. However, a country may not make that decision. Yeah. I mean, like, if, right. I'm, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Great right. Britain, I'm like, uh, no. no, I don't, no, no, I don't think I want someone from ISIS coming back in, whether they say they're cured or not. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a tough balance from, for a country, from a sure country is. perspective. I think as a parent... Most likely, you'd come up with a way to justify yourself to. through that. I mean, like you know, Jeffy's, Jeffy's parents did. I mean, they they came up with a way to justify, you know, him. Wow, that and that. I mean, can you imagine the, I mean, the gymnastics, gymnastics you'd have yeah, to do to make uh, that work? Again, like I don't know. I wasn't going that way, but then you <laughs> spoke. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's been I mean, a particularly I, brutal I, hour, I think. For look, Jeffy. every time I went home, they took me in. <laughs> wow, that's, and that's. More than you can say for your wife. So, um, <laughs> all right. Triple eight seven two seven. Can I give you another I, one related to this here? Yeah, real could, quick. Would you? This would is, you? This is amazing. Go ahead. Tell me if you've heard this story anywhere, other than here. Well, I can't yet because you haven't mentioned what the story is. Well, I, I thought I set up the, the premise oh, first, okay. and then ask right. you to think about it as we went through the story. <laughs> is that the story? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, a young uh, and delightful uh, young man, uh, uh -huh. Pakistani-born Imran Awan. <laughs> 
You know Imran Awan. You know Imran Awan. Right? Yeah, Imran's yeah, a great yeah, guy. Okay. Yeah, Imran Awan. Well, you know, you, you might know some of his work, I guess, because he, he was, was my paper boy, I think, for about. No, nope, that's a different nope. Imran Awan. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Imran Awans here. This is a different one. Uh, this guy um, has, uh, well, he well, he did he's, he worked in the IT field. Okay. That's good for him. He has a stable job, a growing industry. Oh, was he the guy uh, upstairs here in the building that fixes our computer no. when something's going Yeah, on? but he's in that same industry. Because but... that guy's Imran Awan, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's There's a different Imran. Imran Awan. So we should <laughs> okay. point that out before we get into the story. Um, uh, sourcing Congress, d- direct knowledge of this case, speaking uh-huh. on condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity of the probe, confirmed that the FBI has joined what political... Pre- so the probe is sensitive or... Uh... Especially when it's Emron Awan's probe. Yeah. I don't know anything about Emron Awan's probe. Okay. I, I don't know him that well. Is it the areas into which the probe is poking yes, that are sensitive? It is. Okay. Very sensitive. All right. Uh, Politico previously described it as a Capitol Police criminal probe into serious, poli- potentially illegal violations on the House IT network by Imran Awan and three of his relatives who had access to emails and files of more than two dozen House Democrats who employed them on a part-time basis, including uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Now, what they're saying is they've seized smashed hard drives from this guy's house. Is that Imran right there? Well, it's one, one of the Imrans. There's a lot of Imran. But is it around. the Imran you're talking about Yeah, now? this is the oh, particular okay. this happens to be him. in this story. All right. So um, he looks nothing like your paper boy. No, he doesn't. No, not at all. Um, the uh, Imran uh, began working for Wasserman Schultz in 2005. His two brothers and two of their wives, plus Abbas and another friend, um, began appearing as IT staffers on the payrolls of other House Democrats. Collectively, the Iwan group has been paid $4 million uh, since 2009. Why do they have smashed hard drives? And now they're trying to piece them back together. He's trying to get the drives back. They don't know exactly what's going on yet, but uh, kind of an interesting little window there. Mm -hmm. Because what's interesting about this is, yeah, you can go after Trump for Russia, uh, and uh, these things should be investigated if there's wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. But don't be mistaken in that if these things start to succeed, the Republicans will fire back just as hard and and start looking at every little thing that you've been doing, too. So you better have your house clean. Uh, and, of course, we all know the Debbie Wasserman Schultz house is never clean. No. No way. No question. 888-727-BECK. More uh, patents to coming up with the uh, wonderful Jeffy segment that we always look forward to. with oh, such a great yeah. deal of anticipation. Yeah, I yeah, really. We just, we, we get goosebumps this time of day. Is that the one that we always, when we have the opportunity, we try to press delete on? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the one yes. I remember. That's the um, one. That's great. Mm-hmm. But if you press delete, yeah, then it's gone. Then it's gone. Yeah. We won't have it here. Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. So I know it's a little early for uh, spoons, but uh, today is National Hot Fudge Sunday. Oh, yeah! So Hot Fudge Sunday's all around. Yeah! Yeah! We got spoons coming up. Yeah! I will say this. It was a good (laughs) reminder to remind them about the Hot Fudge Sundays that are coming later. Okay. So it was a good way to get yeah. them okay. ahead yeah. of it. Because right, obviously good. we're going to be having Hot Fudge Sundays today. See what they taste like. Because we've never had one, right? I, I, don't, I don't remember ever having one. A Hot Fudge Sunday? Now, the Sunday? is hot, but the problem with that is that the ice cream's cold. How is that even going to work? I don't even understand don't the physics of it. I don't I think mean, that's what we're going to have the segment So we'll find, to try it we'll find out. We'll find out later. A couple big stories. Uh, very sad news. Uh, we found out yesterday that uh, Justin Bieber... 
yeah. is uh, canceling the rest of his world tour. Oh no! Don't track. don't the, say that! Don't yeah, say that! I know. The, listen, he, the, I I just had front row seats. The purpose world the, tour is, oh, no. is going to be canceled. No. Yes. Why? Yes. Um, due to unforeseen circumstances. Definitely. Uh, like the what? Rumor. Unforeseen circumstances. Uh, because uh, Justin had was over it. That is. What do you uh, mean he's over it? He's just done with the tour. What? <laughs> he's all set. He just he was, doesn't feel like doing it anymore. He doesn't feel like doing it anymore. And rumor has it that it was, uh, you know, since he couldn't do the China part of the tour because he wanted uh-huh. to do the world tour and go to China, and China said no. Uh, oh boy. Justin was really mad about that, and he said, "Doggone it! I'm not even going to do the rest of my tour. That's it. I'm done." Is that what you heard too? You said no. Um, actually, the uh, let's see, um, John Mayer. <laughs> Uh, another singer who tours quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, also happens to have uh, hung out with some pretty yes, he has. beautiful women yeah, he has. on a fairly regular basis. Like, he's slept with every woman other I than know. our I wives, I think. I um, probably did mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Ember would appreciate nah, I don't that, know but. either, so. Mm. Okay. Um, he tweeted, John Mayer tweeted, when someone pulls remaining dates of a tour, it means they uh, would have done real damage to themselves if they kept going. We've lost so many oh. great artists lately. I give Justin thumbs up for realizing it was time to call it. Oh. too. So there's, that's a. I, makes, I mean, is that drug problem? Is that yeah, a depression so. thing? Well, I mean, Adele can't, right? They're trying to Adele canceled because she, you know, her vocal cords are going to hell. Well, that's again different. She I mean, no, I know, but I'm just saying that she canceled so she wouldn't do damage to herself, right? Yeah, so it I might mean, not be what, Justin's drug problem. Yeah, I don't think it's a, 25? I mean, but drugs hit that. Doesn't matter what yes, your age is, right? I yes. mean, or yeah. alcohol. I mean, is he? Or, do we know that he's on drugs? No, no, not at no, all. I thought he cleaned himself up. The report was he cleaned himself up, right? He was going to church. I will say, um, and I have heard some of that. Um, uh, my wife had tickets uh, to this particular show in Arlington. <laughs> she really? Uh, she was very she excited. Actually, we have other employees did. here in this Absolutely. building that had wow. tickets. Yes. To wow. She was very yeah. excited to go see the Beebs. Um, uh, where's uh, the plan? Uh, it was Cowboys. nowhere now. Cowboy Stadium, was it? No way. Oh, he plays yeah. football stadiums? He's huge. Are you kidding I don't know me? If he's he may have been playing AFC. Pat, I don't know. Pat, but. the rest of the two. The, was it? Wow. Uh, pre-tour. 18, it, was, it was Cowboy Stadium, yeah. Uh, wow. Through the first he's half. Huge. Dude. Through the first well, half of 2017, big, that... Bieber's tour grossed $93.2 million. Not bad. I mean, that's pretty good. But for, for a half a year? Stadium? <laughs> for a half a year? That's like 80,000 people. Yeah. yeah, look at the pictures from his, the concerts around the mm-hmm. world, man. Wow. He's, wow, that's impressive. Um, that's but, impressive. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, that is also the night I happen to be going to see a movie called Atomic Blonde. Now, this is a oh. movie coming to theaters this week. So, are you going to we... be able to take your wife now? Uh, yes, she's going to. Oh, not see? only is she coming, she's already bought the tickets. Everything well, happens so for a reason. This Why haven't we talked about this new movie? It's called What's Atom- it called? Atomic? Atom- no, Atomic. Atomic. Um, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the uh, second syllable. Uh, did I tell you Glenn platinum? Tweet- atomic Platinum, is that what you said? Uh, no, Atomic Blonde. Blonde. Okay. Uh, Glenn tweeted this. Um, Patents do need to get a cut of the opening weekend of Atomic Blonde. The trailer has had more airtime than the hosts over the last six weeks. Uh, accurate. We've, uh, we've done a fact check on that. Uh, true. And no we'll Pinocchios. No Pinocchios. Uh, statement, right. so. Back with more in a second. <laughs>
Hey, Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven. Back and then you know, Jeffy. Uh, <laughs> you can't even look up now. I don't. I'm busy. Uh, all right, I'm You're, busy. He's too busy for you, I guess. <laughs> um, apparently, online online news organizations called. Uh, Raqqa is being slaughtered silently is comprised of young, mostly anonymous citizen journalists based inside and outside of Syria. Uh, a lot of times they don't have anything but social media. And uh, apparently they risk their lives to get information out to the world. This, uh, it's, it's an interesting time to be alive because up until this point, there'd be no way for these people to get the information out because... You'd have to file a story. You'd have to record it. You'd have to have a camera crew in there or microphones or whatever. Yeah. Social media, man, you don't need any of that stuff. I do wonder if this will actually, in the long run, cut down on genocides and, and things like that. Hope because so. Because it's, it, it's so hard to keep those things under wraps anymore. Right. You know, I mean, really, the only country successfully doing it at this point probably is North Korea. Outside of that, every time there's a flare-up of anything, you saw this in Egypt. They tried to turn the Internet off. And what yeah. happened? The guy got removed about a couple months later. Yeah. I mean, it goes, it goes fast. Uh, and, uh, you know, being able to kind of tell these stories and get these videos out of these areas, I, I think, is really effective to people. And is, you know, like, would the Rwandan genocide have happened? Maybe Don't it know. would have just because of the speed of that particular one. But once you had pictures of people being slaughtered and it was kind of... would have made a huge difference. Yeah, now, would we have gotten involved I, militarily? I, I don't know, but it, much more likely it would have, had yeah, we it, seen some of the carnage. Mm-hmm. Well, the UN was there to, you know, do nothing. <laughs> As they, they, they always there. do. They were there to kind of monitor the events. Oh. Yeah. Which was It's nice. like that commercial where the uh, security guard is in the bank and... Uh, a bunch of thieves come in and start shooting and and they say get your hands up and everybody's on the ground and they look up the security guard and say aren't you going to do something oh uh no i'm a security monitor i'm here to monitor if there's a robbery if there's a robbery <laughs> it's a life lock spot <laughs> yeah, it's a, it? yes. like it is a life lock yes um yeah so i mean I, it is good that this stuff is starting so to come yeah out a little it bit is more. good and i hope that this makes a real difference I mean, you know, we've definitely seen a decrease in war deaths uh, over the years, which is positive. Um, but, you know, this type of thing, it's been, I mean, you know, Rwanda was 1990. We've seen, obviously, ISIS do this lately. Um, and luckily, it's been pu- kind of pushed uh, back now. It does seem like we've made real progress mm-hmm. in that particular uh, story. This is a, a, the trailer for this one. It's called City of Ghosts. Watch. The threat against me on social media channels that belongs to ISIS. But as we say in Raqqa, death is death. Okay? It's a weird saying. Raqqa is being slaughtered silently. It's true. Yeah, it is. They work in secret and under constant threat, reporting on the depredations of ISIS in their home city. Some have fled in fear for their own lives. Even in exile, they are in no way safe. That satellite internet, but ISIS traces the signals with vehicles that drive around. Wow, they have that kind of technology? 
We had to turn the spotlight on our city, and that's when the real war began between ISIS and us. This looks like it'd be interesting. ISIS posts pictures online with our names and photos of where we live. Wow. How do they know? I'm the father of the fugitive Amud al-Musa. Oh, he's watched his dad get killed. Executed our brother and father so that we'd stop. Something just came in from Raqqa. Uh, the Charlie Phillips from The Guardian liked it. <laughs> For us, there may not be a safe place in the world. Deport them, deport them. Is the chance. Devastating. Riveting. It's not enough to expose the crimes of ISIS. We must also fight against their ideology. Wait a minute, he's speaking English now. <laughs> this looks great. City of Ghosts. Is that going to be, uh, do we know where that's? It's coming, coming to, the, it, oh, it's out, it's out right now? Is it in theaters or is it like going to? Hmm, select hmm. theaters. Right. Uh, I would uh, love, love to see that. I mean, that looks yeah. amazing. I, you know, one of the, um, we did a documentary a while ago about communism um, for when we were at the Fox News Channel. And one of the things we were able to do was uh, unearth a footage of a man being assassinated by Che and the troops down there uh, at the time. Um, and what was amazing was it was the, f so it was this guy, we found his daughter and his granddaughter to come in and talk, and talk about it. And, and so she remembered seeing this actually happen, watching TV and seeing, I think it was her father. It was her father or her brother, I think. Um, no, no, you know what? It was, might've been her husband, her husband. And then the daughter who was still very young at that time remembers the sort of area, you know, the time period. And they watched it happen on TV. They watched their kid, their dad be marched out, put it up, put up in front of a wall, and shot in the head. Jeez. On TV to prove a point about how he did not. He apparently was a did not like uh, the Castro regime. Wow. Um, and mm. to see that, I mean, that was essentially what just happened there. I mean, they, you know, and ISIS has promised to do this uh, to kill the family members of those who have done wrong uh, in their eyes uh, to try to intimidate the people there to stop, you know, fighting against them. Uh, and, uh, you know, mm. obviously that's an effective tactic sometimes, uh, though uh, obviously abhorrent. Um, and uh, to be able to have to watch your, your dad and your brother be assassinated on the Internet um, over you, that's got to be difficult. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, that looks really good, actually. Yeah, it does. And they're risking their lives to, to bring this to us. So I think we owe it to them to see it. In a right? similar fashion, I would say uh, the movie Atomic Blonde, which is out in theaters uh, this weekend. Charlize Theron uh, risked her life. Was that life. this weekend? What? She risked her life to, in to this bring movie. this story Did to she? us. Well, then we have a responsibility. <laughs> have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to first of all view the trailer um, <laughs> a few, <laughs> few dozen times, and, and then, then secondly mm -hmm. uh, go to the the movie itself. Um, YouTube is tricking people now who are searching for ISIS videos. If you search for that content, you will be directed to videos that show the victims of terrorism and clerics refuting violent religious narratives. When uh, YouTube says, when people search for certain keywords on YouTube, we will display a, key a playlist of videos debunking violent extremist recruiting narratives. Now, this is, on its face, very good, mm -hmm. right? We certainly want that. 
you worry about where this leads. Yeah, you if do. You, if you're searching for one thing and YouTube is directing you to something else because they want to win you over on an argument, you can see how that could go awry as well. Uh, but obviously when it comes to ISIS... You could do that with any discussion. You could do that yeah. with uh, American issues, oh. you know, and, and health care. Yep. If, I, if I search for uh, why we shouldn't have an individual mandate or is it constitutional, they could... You know, do the direct opposite. You to only direct you to liberal sources to tell you that yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a little scary. But I do say, you know, for this particular purpose, you certainly understand it. You just wonder if there's a slippery slope uh, there that could be dangerous. Um, but I mean, I, I think the answer to that is yes. There is one there. I just hope we don't violate it, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I, don't I don't want, want slide more it. teenagers searching for YouTube videos and then going to join <clears> ISIS. And is I, there a chance right now that we can avoid any slippery slope? I don't think so. <laughs> All. All slippery slopes. We're sliding uh, down slide, the mall. We slid down all, all of them. Mm -hmm. That's all, a good point. All of them. I, I brought this up on radio, I think, uh, briefly today, um, but it is it bears repeating. And that, like, think of what a cataclysmic change it is for the parties to switch sides on Russia after all this time. It's, uh, for mean, no wow, in, yeah. Just like that, one campaign, the Republicans went from forty years of opposition of Russia to <laughs> More embracing than 40. them. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, really, it dates back to World War II and probably before. There was a lot of people pretty leery of Russia for a long, even long when time. Even we allied with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking from after the ally, that period, right? Yes. Like, we allied with them. They become our enemies. I mean, we were, uh, you know, you go back to uh, the McCarthy hearings. Yeah. And, and, I mean, mm -hmm. like, this is fundamental principle of the right. We had presidents. Is you bet it campaigns is. Campaigns of presidents fought about it. Yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, certainly through Reagan. Uh, through that entire period, the whole Cold well, I mean, War. But even Obama, when when uh, uh, you know Obama was was uh, saying to uh, uh, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney, right. oh, and that's the same exact dynamic. The left right. is looking at them as not a threat, and the, taking everybody them on the right was saying how ridiculous, ridiculous it, was it was for Obama to say that until 2000. I don't know, 16, 15. <laughs> yeah. where, where, where now. And, and Republicans stayed anti-Russia until Trump got close to being elected. And then 100% switch. Now yep. Democrats say Russia's a threat and Republicans say they're not. And it's so insanity. I, this is not like some <laughs> flippant policy that you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what, I thought this yesterday and now I kind of, like trade is like kind of like this as well, where you think of, mm -hmm. at least since Reagan, <laughs> a fundamental principle of the Republican Party has been free trade. One election, everybody bails on it. And yet, to... Trump supporters, the really hardcore ones, mm -hmm. we're the ones yeah. who've changed. We're the ones who've changed. How in the hell is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh, just so weird. Amazing. Well, China has built a high-tech uh, cinema on disputed land with 1,100 residents. Uh, Top-of-the-line cinema on a tiny disputed island in the South China Sea. It's the latest of a series of things that uh, China has done to uh, be territorial in the region. Uh, the Sancha Yinling, Yinlong Cinema, replete with 4K projectors and more than 200 seats. Country's southernmost theater, located on Woody Island. Um, the cinema will show at least one film every day. <laughs> wow. Up to <laughs> Whoa. one. Up, Up to, one. to one. That's incredible. Movie per day. That's how high tech this thing and is. And people say communism doesn't work. <laughs> Come on! It's up to one. <laughs> so, it's not going to be more than one, obviously. It's up to one. But residents on Yongjing Island can enjoy films simultaneously with moviegoers across the country and the world. What wow. An, what an honor. You talk about innovation. You talk about technology. China's on the cutting edge. Uh, Al Gore said it. 
and it's absolutely true. Well, if Al Gore said it, then you don't have to finish well, They're that. on it's the cutting, true. China is, of course, on the cutting edge of technology. Uh, <laughs> I actually think in the world of uh, movie theaters, Dallas-Fort Worth has to be on the cutting edge. Man, I mean, good. there are some Pretty things close. happening here, and I hope they're happening in other people, uh, other places so people yeah, can relate hope, to we this. We hope they're happening in other places. We just don't care if they are. Because <laughs> they're <laughs> happening for us. <laughs> but I would like you to know what we're experiencing because we've all become theater snobs. Oh, I yeah. won't go to one with regular movie seats and a regular screen anymore. Yeah, it's That doesn't difficult. bring you food. I won't do it. Right, well, so sadness. there's different areas of this. There are, now in, in my... In my circle, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, at least eight dine-in, separate dine-in movie theaters within 15 minutes of my house. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. Yes. And, they, and that, those are the, so then separately from that, there are a bunch of other movie theaters, some of which yes. have amazing technology, some of which have really good food that you have to walk in yourself, yeah. some of which have child care. I mean, you want to talk about how awesome it is. There's a movie theater around us that has child care, so you could drop your kids off and they can so play great. and do their, like, you know, play, play yeah. games, do crafts, like, watch movies uh, and everything else. While well, you get to go to a, 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 a big boy and a girl movie. The big guy. Um, wow. so that's a, I mean, it, the, it's incredible. And they're putting a new one now. Uh, 15 minutes from where we are right now. Really? Um, yeah, that uh, it, uh, it's called the Sinopolis or Cine- I don't know what it's called. It's called something like that. They're just building it, and it's like supposed to be like top of the line, top amazing. Of the line. And another one. Like we don't need another but one. If they can't, but we need, oh wait, yeah, <laughs> but we get to, to have one. And if I forgot Cine- two more if theaters. Sinopolis isn't going to be uh, delivering, you know, delivering food to your seat though. I think they are. I mean, we're creating, I think they are. We're creating yeah. snobs of our children as well. Because my, my daughter is, I was like, you know, well, we go, yeah, we can go see that movie. I'd love it. And, and uh, she's, she's like, but not where we saw the last one. Because they didn't bring us food. Right. <laughs> like, what are you talking <laughs> I, I love it, man. And there's Full one support. with the super comfortable seats. These are like Barco Lounger <laughs> or Lazy Boy recliners. They're leather seats. Super comfortable. They recline almost to a sleeping position. Oh, I mean, there are times. I mean, if the movie, you're gone. Yeah, I know. I mean. I've I've fallen asleep multiple times in this because you get so comfortable and it's dark. Uh, you can go right out if you're at all tired. But but then they bring you this fabulous food. But there's one of them where they just have really good food outside in the lobby, like milkshakes they'll make yeah. for you by mm-hmm. hand. I mean. Chicken dinners, you can have all this stuff, but you do have to bring yeah. it in yourself. That's, I mean, now you're And even to. that is almost obsolete now. It, you know? <laughs> it really is incredible. Um, by the way, this, uh, this theater will have 12 screens, um, has plush automated recliners. I love that. Expanded concessions and a bar serving beer, wine, and alcoholic drinks. Oh, wow. Um, it is... Uh, Expanded concessions doesn't sound like yeah. they're bringing it to you. The- no, it uh, doesn't wait. sound like it. Okay, here, now look at this. This is a big problem. Unlike some luxury Sinopolis theaters on the West Coast that offer a full menu of food, the Euless location, which is like, I don't know, 20 minutes from us, maybe mm. from where we are right now, Metroplex. will not have in-theater waiter service. Instead, Why they the will hell offer not? food and drinks at the concession counter and a bar to be taken to what the seats. What kind of low-rent, crappy establishment? I mean, why what are kind you of build, dumb building dare it? dare you? <laughs> why are you even building it in Dallas-Fort Worth? <laughs> so, it's so embarrassing. Uh, it's, it's incredible, though. I mean, I, I, but it's, the I, technology has come so far. But this, I think, this is kind of what they had to do. 
to uh, make it work. Make they're it doing work. It. They're doing and it. And they're doing it. You, you've got to have a pretty great experience to get you out of your house because you can watch what almost whatever you want to at home. And it can be really comfortable. And a lot of people around here have movie theaters in their homes. Oh, yeah. So It's a big thing around here. Jeffy's got one, I know. Jeffy's, Jeffy's, Jeffy lives the high life. I mean, we, we right. like to make fun of him. <laughs> the bottom line is he's got this gigantic uh, house. He's got like 100 cars. The guy's got, I don't know, 13 boats. You know what? And it's never enough. It's never, never enough. enough. And he's never paid a dive of taxes, which is amazing. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe that part you probably shouldn't have mentioned. But, oh, okay. Uh, uh, by the way, you're talking about watching things at home. I want to give you a taste, apparently, of what people are watching at home. Okay. And uh, tell me if this is, I don't know, interesting to you in any way. This is from uh, Shameless, a show on Showtime. Love Shameless. You've, you watch it? Yeah. I watched a few episodes of it early on. It's up on Netflix Mainly now, because so can, of uh, What's-Her-Face. Yeah. Uh, it's up on Netflix, so who? you can binge them four or five Whoever four she or five is, episodes. I don't know. Yeah, What's-Her-Face. What's her name? Yeah. Emmy Rossum. She's oh. a, a talented actress. Yes, um, she is. And she's in the show, show, Shameless. Now, the show is, I would say it was, like, designed to try to push every boundary further than you've ever seen. Absolutely. Like, it's like these people are really awful people. They're shameless. Mm. Uh, very dark, break lots of crimes. There's lots of, lots of sex, and, and uh, they cross uh, many gender lines, as you will see in this yes. particular clip. Hmm. But, like, this is presented, it almost feels like it's comedy, but... It's not. This is uh, from uh, Shameless, I guess, on a recent episode. Watch. This is Ian. Ian, this is my crew from the LGBTQIA Center. Hey. Hey. How are you? Are you uh, going to introduce yourself, sir? Do I have to do it for you? I'm, I'm Bethany. I'm a triracial cisgendered girl fag. I identify Wait, as pansexual, and my pronoun is she. Tri-gender? Okay. Don't repeat okay. the whole thing. Hi, Emerson. Uh. Gender fluid, hetero romantic, demisexual, my redhead. My pronoun is Z. Hey, I'm Rabbit, genderqueer, tax attorney. I identify as Jennifer Aniston. Just kidding. V. Vimber. DF. Chinese Mexican, agender, intersex, AFAB. My pronoun is they. Okay. Pronoun is they. All right, is it okay if I ask a few questions? Better than to assume you know the answers. Um, what is inner. Uh, Intersex? Uh, when a person is born with what is typically perceived as both male and female sex organs. Uh, uh, what, um, AFAB? Assigned female at birth. When your parents decide your gender without considering how you may identify in the future. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's not a comedy? It doesn't I see, mean, that's, that's a comedy, right? That's, no, that's I don't fun. think so. They're making fun. They're making fun. I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they cut it here, but they wrap it up with like him being like, oh, I'm glad I learned those things. Wow. I was like, uh, I mean, come on. Well, they, shameless, is, shameless is part of their part of their deal is where this really, and it's not a comedy because he's living, going through life, but tomorrow he may be robbing. I'm sorry, something. we can't listen to you because you didn't introduce who you are. and What's and your pronoun? What your pronoun is. What is your pronoun? I would say oh, your pronoun is group because you're that size, <laughs> right? I would go with it because he's un unidentifiable. Uh, that's what I was going to go with. No, but in this, he says, be, would... the next piece of this, he says, uh, well, what's the, what does it mean, the pronouns? And the, and, and the one who says they, you're supposed to be like, uh, I want to get them some coffee. Like you're supposed to refer to yeah. them as and they as them. One of them was G, right? G. As in X-I. Uh-huh. G. Um, and then, so she wants some and coffee. So, and so he's like, and at the end, he like comes to this. Oh, okay, good. I I had a lot of questions, but I'm glad I understood it. 
<laughs> like it was like there's no laugh line at the end of it. Unbelievable. I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, I think it was. I'm I mean, a trigender. Yeah. Something or other. I think real things. But yeah. a and, cis. So like, how can you be trigender but hetero? I don't. I, I don't ask uh, me that question. I have thing. no idea. I will say that uh, the movie, the show itself, is funny at times. Like it, yeah. it, it is a dark comedy. Um, however, this scene didn't. It started off, and I was like, "Oh my god, there are, be, are they actually going to be making fun of this?" No, really, they just kind of came to the end. And they're like, "Oh, good, yeah. I'm glad we understand each other. It's it's nice that we can now all have a, a wonderful meal." Okay, all right. Uh, more uh, genus coming up in a back wow. with it in a group right over there. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, yeah, the other day he was standing on a. They were standing on a street corner. I'm sorry. And a cop pulled up and said, hey, hey break it up. Break it up. Because <laughs> you were alone uh, at the time. Well, let's go to the street. You're so big that there are a lot of people there. Uh, for science, our spoons episode today features uh, something that sounds kind of good: uh, cotton candy Twinkies. Man, and along with hot fudge Sundays on National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Well, yeah, obviously that well, too. Obviously, but we already previewed that. Which oh, yeah, we I'm don't sorry. Do that again. You're just being repetitive now. <laughs> um, obviously, we're gonna have hot fudge Sundays, but also uh, cotton candy, candy Twinkies. Um, I'm getting very excited. Uh, NFL uh, training camp has begun. Oh, my gosh. We are there. Oh, my yes. golly. So. Um, now, of course, uh, the Cowboys <laughs> training camp hasn't begun because all of their players are in prison. <laughs> um, but for the other teams, they've been able to actually field a team and get them out there on the field. This latest one, though, with the Cowboys and the wide receiver. <clears throat> what's his name? Uh, Shirley Lucky. Whitehead or Lucky. Lucky yeah, Whitehead. Yeah, seems to be a bizarre mistake. It, he didn't even do it. He didn't, there was no petty larceny there or whatever, petty theft. It was actually a mistaken identity type of thing. Yeah, yeah but they didn't tell the, he didn't tell the Cowboys about it. And they got well, he didn't got, tell the Cowboys you that. You gotta take I a stand as a team. I didn't do something. I, I gotta go tell him. Hey, uh, I didn't do anything. You gotta take a stand as a team. Uh, by the way, I, I did not kill uh, John Bonet Ramsey. I just wanna let you guys know here at the Blaze <laughs> in case. Uh, the Were you ever questioned weird. for it? I was not weird. questioned right. for it. Is well, that see? the distinction? Yeah. He was? Question? Yeah. yeah. Question though, or arrested? I think he was arrested at one point. Okay. Well, I mean, he probably should mention that. But I mean, oh, I don't, I, the issue I here is, of course, they've got other players yeah. who are like pulling cool. girls' tops off, right? And uh, and, yeah, and, and getting sexually wrong? assaulting people, <laughs> and it's like, and those guys are like, well, you're uh, at least a moderately good player, so you're going to stay. <laughs> This guy was <laughs> cuttable, from what I understand. Uh, so that, uh, yeah. um, so uh, we have uh, some uh, photos. This is from uh, CNN and put together a, a collection of uh, amazing sports photos. And some of these are really okay. cool. Mm -hmm. uh, synchronized swimmer from Russia performs at the uh, World Championships uh, uh, in, on July 19th. That's a that's pretty damn good photo. Some of these are pretty good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a bizarre start. Well, see, it's interesting because there's a lot of water splashing. I mean, around. it is coming from interesting. Right. Uh, golfer Jordan Spieth looks at uh, the Claret Jug at the, after winning the uh, Open Championship on Sunday. Is that interesting because it has a lot of wood paneling? Wood paneling. Yeah, that's a special. I mean, these are nice photos, but <clears throat> how about whatever. this? Uh, this isn't like the ones at the bottom of every internet ad. Where they're like, no, not like that. You all. need to see these photos. You won't believe number eleven. <laughs> and then you're like, click, 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 click. Okay, number eleven is just a golf. <laughs> I, yeah, I did believe it. And, and there are some that uh, have the cover picture. Not that I would ever click on them, but the cover picture never appears. 
Mm. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, not that you've ever clicked. No. Let's go to number four. Usain Bolt. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. by the board, Sheila. Okay. CNN is going for the clicks here. Yes, they uh, are. Let's see. I'm going to skip around here. Oh, yeah. Any, any particular ones you th- uh, see here that looked good? How about 11? Uh, Buster Posey, San Francisco, um, breaking his bat. That is amazing oh. how that actually... It's weird that they still use wood bats. Um, although it's really weird that the colleges still use aluminum, which yes, is even is. weirder. Uh, that looks that, uh, how about 15? Uh, UFC fighting? Um, in motion kick? I mean, these are not... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, how about this? Let's try these. All right. From Wired. Uh, magical striking <laughs> scenes from Google Street View. Okay, well, before we do that, then, we stick to the NFL. Oh, we'll yeah, stick yeah, to yeah, the sports, because we got the John Elway story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to John Elway. Just signed a new five-year deal with the Denver Broncos. Now, I never was a big fan of John Elway. Well, one of the greatest quarterbacks yeah, of all time, was certainly. he? Oh, absolutely. All right, whatever. But I never... But, okay, so... He's been with the Denver Broncos for six years. He just signed a new five-year deal. It's going to make him, they haven't disclosed what the final outcome of the deal was, but it's going to make him the highest-paid GM okay. uh, in the NFL. No surprise. I mean, he's had an amazing But if here. you look at his six years with the Denver Broncos, he deserves every penny. Okay, what do you got? Uh, it should go up on the screen here. Look at this. Overall wins, 73, makes it number two in Keep the NFL. Keep that in mind. That's over six years. He's averaging 12 wins wow. per season. Wow. Uh, and that's I mean, that, great. That, those stats right there get you and it's the only highest second. paid general I, manager. I, I would think it's the Patriots. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be <clears throat> Regular season wins, 67. Uh, playoff berths, five. Five, five out of six. Division right? titles, five. five Super Bowl appearances, two. And Super Bowl wins, one. That's I mean, that's not impressive. bad. That's, that's a good resume. Damn impressive. Now, of course, yeah. uh, your resume, resume usually looks good when you have Peyton Manning as your quarterback <clears throat> throughout most of that time. However, he was general manager with Tebow. Uh, yeah. during that, yeah, that, he, that he was the one that was reported <clears throat> that never liked Tebow. Um, yeah, you know, I, really I don't think did. he did, but he, especially as a, you know, you're, you're John Elway. You're a precision mm. guy. And, you know, Tebow, that's not what he was known for. Right. But uh, he was granted a wonderful excuse when he got Peyton Manning. And then he went through that. They won a Super Bowl, uh, went to another Super Bowl and lost. Had the greatest offense of all time, statistically, uh, the year that they lost the Super Bowl. Um, to, I mean, it's a pretty impressive I record mean, right there. Yeah, they really did. Uh, yeah, mm. Very impressive. Tebow's uh, offense was the best of all time. Not Tebow's. No, not Tebow's. Uh, Peyton's. Oh, Peyton's. Okay. Yeah. Remember, yeah, they, they, the, Manning, the year they yes. lost to Seattle. Yeah, right? the year they so got that was, ass Yeah, they were really Seattle. good, and then they fell apart in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they did. did not bad. do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here, yeah. is, uh, here are the uh, Google Street View scenes. This is uh, from, let's start with number one from the UAE. Uh, it's weird because you have, <laughs> the Google, I like the Google Street um, view things that they capture the weird stuff going on. Like there just be people like standing on their lawn doing bizarre things. This is uh, from the UAE. Wait, what? We have another one from the UAE as well. Uh, little moments of uh... strangeness. Okay, that. that all right. <laughs> is it? Now these are supposed to be magical striking scenes. <laughs> God, uh, you, I'm sorry. You just I just can't believe an internet I, headline, I, can you? <laughs> I mean, geez. all right. Number three what, from. Like, what could you po- Let's go back to that last one. What could possibly be ama- amazing and striking about that I picture? I guess because. This is so bland, you know, the home, the little buildings are so bland, and then the ribbon is colorful. Woo! <laughs> what? Uh, that's All my right. only, How I mean, I don't there, know. Is there any in here that you would actually say are a magical Well, let's look at the Atacama Desert in Chile. Okay, number well, let's four. Let's look at it. Let's or see. Number three. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 
Okay. Let's see. Switch to it anytime now. There, there it is. Oh, Whoa, geez. I've never seen people on bikes and stuff before. <laughs> this is not working out. How about number four? Let's just go through them now. Now All I right. want to see them. There's a house. Ah, oh, see? I mean, legitimately, what? Yeah. Could, how could you possibly sell that as amazing and striking? I don't know. All right, number five. Uh, oh, look at that. It's, just a, it's dog. a dog running. I know, but look at how ah. the shadow and his feet are up above, his paws that's are above what the ground. With his sun out. That's not amazing. <laughs> Uh, that's next. really not. That's a cactus tree. Oh, that's pretty cool in front that's of a house. Kinda, that's a tall cactus. I'll say that. Kind of cool. That is a big old And where cactus. is that? Is that Arizona? Sun City, Arizona. All right. St. Louis, Senegal. Uh, look at that. Look at that. Wow. That's I would cool. have. Look at that. Of, I'm just awestruck by that. All I right. Don't. Let's go to uh, now to Mexico, Durango. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, my gosh. Wall. Look at that. There's yeah, a person in a wheelchair. No way. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> number nine. <laughs> number nine. That's a tent. Look at this how pretty that Templadera, is. Templadera uh, Caramarca. Yeah, that's, a, that's like a, a, a bug a, tent. Yeah, yeah, like someone's getting their house bug bombed. <laughs> uh, or uh, breaking bad. There's one in Juarez, oh, yeah, back, Mexico. And it, you know what? Yeah, they have colorful flag color things there. Now, did they blur the hubcaps of this I, car? <laughs> what is on the hubcaps that they blurred? I'm not really sure. That's hmm. interesting. Yeah. All right. And then another Mexican there can't be uh, more. shot. There can't be more. Oh, my gosh. There is Are you more. serious? Are, this, this is supposed to be stunning me. and striking. Look at that. Why? Tanaka, Peru uh, looks a little bit like this. No, not yeah, this. Look, that looks like after let's one of the... Let's go to Tanaka, Peru, maybe number no, let's try 12. That. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my, look at that. There's a playground in front of a beach. <laughs> I mean, that's look kind of a cool photo, I guess. Uh, Peru again. Uh, it's a tortilla wow. place. Wow. Never I, seen a tortilla ooh, place before. I do before. like tortillas. That's really striking. Uh, Winslow, Arizona. Winslow, Arizona. Winslow, Arizona. Such, Such a fine place to see. There's a girl, my you lord, and a flatbed Ford slowing down. down. Look, look at me. me. Literally no idea what you're saying. Uh, take it easy by the Eagles. Uh, Winslow, Arizona. Sierra, Brazil. That's I know this. I know the chorus of that one at least. There's a bicycle in front of a house. Look at that. Pink. Look at how it's parked there up against the house with the beauty of That's, the It bike. matches the house, <laughs> which is kind of nice. And then Bolivia is that the last one. Uh, this uh, is that's probably, okay. Well, that one has got they've got the thing on the head. Right. That's probably the dumbest group of photos uh, I've ever seen that claims to be no, magical striking scenes. It's Google Street um, View. Okay. Uh, more patents, too, is inevitable. And we're going to try to find more magical, striking scenes. I mean, I've, I've got uh, some magical pictures we can put up. Do you? Yes. Yeah, we, uh, your slideshows yes. are not ones we can air on this network, though. All right. As you know, we yes. uh, are scientists here uh, yes. at the program, and we are here for you to serve you uh, in a way. Oh my! Wow. Um, okay. That, that, yeah. Well, well, I don't know. We're gonna have first of all, we're gonna have uh, hot fudge Sundays in just a minute. But first, um, cotton candy Twinkies. Now you might say to yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. What was I didn't that? Mean there was audio. I was watching uh, Shirley's Theron. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why was it? Fallon? Who? Is that was it Jimmy Fallon? Who is um, this? Charlize. 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 Thar- What'd you say her last name is? Theron? Hmm. Theron. Hmm. 
I will say I've she never. She was dancing mm -hmm. and doing a thing called the tennis pro. Okay, well, that's uh, good material for the middle of the break, and uh, we appreciate Sorry, you bringing it Sorry, I didn't mean for the audio to go off. Um, I don't even know who right. that is. I mean, if she had a movie coming out or something, maybe we could talk about <laughs> it. Uh, this is uh, Cotton Candy. These are Cotton Candy Twinkies. Uh, Twinkies with a cotton candy filling. Now, are Whoa! You... Yeah, that's pretty, pretty uh, exciting. Modern Whoa. technology is such that... You can combine a Twinkie now with cotton candy. That, that is, is a, unreal. Uh, a limited edition, um, very low calorie. Yeah, what are they? What, like zero? Yep, zero. Two? Well, zero Maybe I gotta two. Say, I got to be honest, 0 0.3. Okay. Per, that's per Twinkie, so if you ate the whole box, it'd be like three you or four You can see calories. the injection points here uh, on the Twinkie itself. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been oh, yeah. three injections of cotton candy filling into mm. this uh, particular. Pretty exciting. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's, let's give it a whirl. This is a... Uh, All right, you ready? Yep, let's see. Oh, you can't eat this these? This is not a uh, stew-friendly Get out of uh, here, why? What? Uh, no, it's not a stew-friendly item, unfortunately. It's like it's a, a cake on the outside. I know what it is. I know what, what it is. What are you claiming this is made with? It's uh, tallow. So? And? It's uh, it's made with animal... Oh, this bone uh, dust stuff? Yeah, it's all the gelatin and all that crap. It's not quite gelatin, but it's that type of stuff. Anyway, there's a Twinkie. Unreal. Good? No, it's unreal that you won't eat a Twinkie. Oh. It sure is. I know. I wish they would not make them. I don't... I feel like... You yeah, don't they need don't. To put, they don't. You know do what? They, they need don't. These are not made it? that way. Uh, yeah. Do you really need to put animal tendons in a in a Twinkie? My I don't guess think is gonna you be do. No. Honestly, uh, I'm gonna go with no. But you know, this is what they do. Wonder why they go that way. Um, you know, cheaper? this is so that they last. Cheaper, I think, is uh, a big part of it. Oh, okay. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, which is understanding. You know, companies get to make their uh, own I'll choices. I'll tell you one thing. These bad boys are fresh. They're good. Oh yeah. Those are good ones. I got them at Walmart. I got actually three kinds at Walmart, so we can. Uh, Try. Uh, what are the other two? I got. I know I got chocolate peanut butter. Okay. And the other one might be like a birthday cake. Well, or... since you can't eat them, why don't we just do it on the same day? Just no, get them out here. Them. I'm trying to drag this out a little bit. I so know, but you can't eat them. Yeah. And I'll feel bad about eating more than one. No, you will not. You've never <laughs> been felt bad about eating more than anything. Um, so I'm not bowled over by it. Yeah. Is the what's the, describe the cream for me? Um. It tastes like cotton candy a little bit. It does, a little bit. They actually nailed the flavor? Yeah. I mean, if I had my eyes closed and you gave this to me, I think I could tell you, yeah, that's cotton candy flavor. Oh, I don't know. But it's not super pronounced. You know, like okay. so many of these products, they don't put enough of it in it. So subtle, or, or is there not enough cream, or is the cream not flavorful enough? Cream's not flavorful enough. Okay. Uh, Jeffy, do you have I could stand more... Cotton candy yeah, flavor. More Could cotton you? candy flavor, yes. Mm -hmm. Can you do a solo taste of just the cream and tell me how you. You probably suck it out of there, right? Tear it open and lick it. No, no, don't. You don't need to comment. I would just need to eat the, eat the food. Ooh. <laughs> There's an open after the three injection points. Yeah. I mean, you really have to. You've done that like you've done it before. Oh, yes. Now, um, let me try one more just to sure, make sure. You rip it apart like that? Where am I? When they're, <clears throat> when they're pulled apart at the ejection point? Yep. Dip these in milk? Oh, yeah, I'm going to hit you. And you pick so them hard. up? And then... It'll kill your whole dumb family. All of them. <laughs> That's how hard I'm going to hit you. Um, all right, I'm going to give it a, uh, an okay. 11. There you go. Try one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yes, sir. There's an interesting uh, trailer that we just noticed. Yeah, it comes out this weekend, actually. I got it. Yes. <laughs> this person, this woman, is is apparently uh, some sort of secret agent, and she 
Oh, oh that, it's the Atomic Blonde. August 3rd. That's Atomic Blonde. That's this weekend. Hmm. Here's Glenn Beck. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Why are we blaming the media again today? <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, I did an interview with um, John Ziegler over the weekend, and it got some play in the press. But if you watch the way it was played, the further it got from the source, the more the headlines changed. From It went from... I. I literally didn't say anything bad about Donald Trump. In fact, I said, great opportunity here. I didn't say anything bad about the media. He wanted me to say who was bad in the media. And I said, you know, I'd rather just talk about the revelation I had about me that I need to fix. So I never said anything. The headlines became, by the end of the day, Glenn Beck takes on conservative media. Glenn Beck uh, beats on Trump again. None of it. None of it. So you have to watch this. So here's the source, the headline writers change it, and then what happens? The people read it on Facebook, but they don't read it or listen, and they react to it, and they spread it, and it gets worse and worse and worse. I'm sorry, but we're the carriers. We're the ones who are carrying the virus. We see the virus, we fail to recognize it in our own self, and we carry it and spread it around. So I started something on uh, Facebook um, because a um, listener over the weekend said very politely um, that I had changed. He had listened to me for years, and you have changed, Glenn, and uh, I like the old Glenn. And I said, well, I have changed since 2010, and I listed all the ways that I've changed. But I don't understand what you think I've changed. And so I asked to start that dialogue. And I haven't really gotten any good answers yet. I'm thinking about doing this on the air because I really want to know because I hear that all the time. People do change. They evolve. They get smarter, hopefully, um, a little more wise as they... 10 years ago, I was 43. Today, I'm 53. I hope I'm not the same guy I was at 43. Um, but it's amazing when it happens in Washington because the same people who say, I've changed over a 10-year period are saying it's okay for somebody to change and flip on a dime in a weekend. Let's talk about the new White House press sec secretary. Are you talking about our, our new pal, Anthony Scaramucci? Scaramucci, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a restaurant, Italian yeah. restaurant. Uh, so he had to, to delete some tweets. He had a busy weekend. But this, this is one that he had uh, explaining his deleting. Let's go to that one. Uh, full transparency. I'm deleting old tweets. Past views evolved and shouldn't be a distraction. I serve POTUS agenda and that's all that matters. Okay, so I half agree with this. <laughs> I half agree with this. When you are the spokesperson, you know, hopefully you get somebody who hasn't said something insane, but <laughs> if you can't find that person because they're getting harder and harder to find, you do say, you have to come at me as a clean vessel because all I'm doing is channeling the president. So I give you half that. Right. I don't, I don't agree with this at all, really. <laughs> like, own it. That's better. Like, we obviously, these are your views. You've been saying them over, yeah, over the years? Because the press will never give you a fair shake, mm -hmm. no matter which side you're on. We wouldn't give a guy fair shake. If this was on the left, the right would not say it was okay to delete old tweets and give this guy a fair shake. And we'd be looking for everything that he ever said that if it was crazy, we'd be saying, how can you have that guy trying to run him out? 
Well, this he did this after people started bringing up some mm -hmm. of these tweets. Like they were obviously con the, obviously we're not a conservative right. you know, mindset. But what well, you're the communications director. You don't have to toe the you don't you don't have yeah. to have the same views as your boss. Yeah, but the right. last line is Just really come out and say, look, you know, you I'm I'm here to now my job is different. I'm now here to speak for the president. It does not seem myself. it does seem goofy to delete old tweets because you can't really delete these things. No, you know. Yeah. And so why even try? <laughs> you're just drawing attention. To well, that's why I, that's why I think it's it's partly acceptable that okay your your views have evolved. But if that's the case, and maybe you just answered this, Glenn, why why do you have to delete them? If this is if what you're saying is true, and if you truly believe this, that it doesn't matter that I'm the communications director, I serve his agenda. That's it. Then why do you have to delete that part? of your life just own it yeah it, well it, it, would be, it, it would be nice it would be what I would do and I would hope all the people that worked for me in a position like that wouldn't have to delete tweets but he said some things that are completely out of whack and I agree. And I think that in and of itself is weird. Do I think it's wrong for him to work for Donald Trump having those views? No. No. I do think it's weird. Kind of what I was saying is that he feels the need to delete them. Why? Why do you feel the need? Yeah, well, Shouldn't you be comfortable with your past views if POTUS has made clear to you that, hey, I know that you thought this in the past. That's okay. You're my communications director. Can I go Why do you feel bullied further? into it? I, I don't have a problem. I mean, I've had people who have been extraordinarily uh, liberal, but they've been honest and had the same principles. And there would be times when I would say, hey, <laughs> never mind, and talk to somebody else. <laughs> I know who they are. They know who they are. And just because they have a different voting record or a different belief on policy from me, isn't that what diversity is about? Right. I, I enjoy having those kind yeah. of people around and me. And as a communications director, that would be very, very valuable. Because not only can you talk to your tribe, but you talk can to talk theirs. to the others as well. Yes. Yeah, but it's total it, sense. So maybe we have separate accounts. Here's your personal one as press secretary or whatever yes. other position, and here's your professional one. Correct. We have an at oh, POTUS. That's a good idea. And we have an at Donald The Trump. problem that he said, if you put that tweet back up, the problem he said at the end was, it's the POTUS agenda that and, matters. And that's all that matters. Yes. But he said walls don't work. And that's pretty rough when that was a big part of, you know, Trump's promise. Right. But again, what he means by this, I serve at POTUS agenda and that's all that matters. So he's trying to right. say, stop looking at me. Mm. I am only here as a mouthpiece. I'm a translator. I'm trying to tell you what he is saying. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. And I agree with that part of it, yeah. but I, uh, you know, I also think. What's that, the part that you disagree with? Uh, that you should have to delete the tweets, um, or that you should delete the tweets. I understand why you do, because of the f the cesspool that we're in. Mm. But I would love to work in a world or live in a world where, yeah, guy who goes to work for the president, who is the communications secretary says these things he differs with the president what difference does it make you almost yeah. respect it right he's the president i'm not i'm just the guy who is here talking to the press I think why is that a problem yeah i think that's what makes this situation a little goofier that because it's not like he's going to be making policy so it kind of matters even less that he go delete the tweets yeah. because and, and you know what who is he deleting them from for Who's he deleting it? Because Journalist. he agrees. Donald. Does he? Is he? Because he agrees with the journalists. He agrees with many of the policies. But they're the one writing the stories, Probably. not the old tweets. 
But who, uh, we should or look. the right. Well, we should look, because I think the right will look, they're tr what they're trying to do is trying to put a crack into the right, and I'll bet you the right will have a problem with it because it will put another crack in the foundation of Donald Trump of, wait a minute, is he turning this way? Is he really meaning, blah, 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 yeah. which is Donald Trump's own problem that he has to own, not but if Scarface. I would be, if Scaramucci's <laughs> the crack that cracks people's belief in Trump, I would be surprised. I, mean, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, Probably. Trump donated to Hillary Clinton. If, if they find it out that Scaramucci donated to her and that breaks them, I mean... I they accepted think... it from the big man. Well, I think... In one of these tweets, he called her a good athlete. So I don't know what that was about. But he, there's this one tweet in 2012. Highly confident, where... right? Said that yeah. she was a highly confident candidate. Said, I, hope I hope she, she runs. runs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's going to be the thing that actually breaks people from supporting Trump, especially his strong supporters. Yes. I tweeted something that was tongue in cheek about what he said about the Berlin Wall, that walls have never worked, and I got attacked by Trump supporters. And why does it matter? So Trump supporters aren't going to care. Whatever he does. It's it's not going to matter. This is not going to be the thing. It might worry some people who don't really support Trump and who are truly conservative, but still, I, I don't think it's going to make that what, big though, difference. This guy is smooth. Like well, I think we were, I think we we're the, some of the only three dweebs that were watching that press conference <laughs> that day. We were huddled around that TV over there, and I was like, dang, he was in control. He was like, he was not condescending, really. He was like fair, you know. Jason was having a bromance with Scaramucci. I kind of was. I was like, man, like I, 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 had, I had read those tweets. I was like, I obviously don't agree with how this guy, his real political views are. But yeah. if I want a communications director, I'm getting that yeah. guy.